Вот и все на сегодня, дорогие друзья. Наша программа подошла к концу. Эту программу, впрочем, как и все остальные, для вас подготовили и провели Стелла Иванова и Андрей Стома, которые желают вам всего самого, самого, самого доброго. До свидания. До завтра. Seattle. CNN Radio, I'm Paul Chambers. Thousands of airline passengers are wondering right now what to do. CNN's Jim Roop reports the nation's 10th largest airline has suspended its flights. At 1 a.m., ATA declared bankruptcy and left hundreds arriving to LAX expecting to fly to Hawaii for vacation with nothing. No refund, barely an apology on a notice taped to the check-in kiosks. Completely blindsided. This isn't a good start. I'm devastated. <laughs> I'm just sad. Many spent the day on cell phones and laptops trying to find other ways to get to their destination, some successful. I, I have found some tickets that are twice as expensive or a little more um, on American leaving tomorrow evening. Others simply went home. Jim Roop, CNN, Los Angeles. Two FAA whistleblowers told Congress today that their supervisors let the airlines fly unsafe passenger jets. The FAA is a great organization with many good inspectors and managers, and I'm proud to be part of it. However, there is no accountability throughout the ranks. The inspectors say their superiors knew about compliance problems at Southwest Airlines for years and ignored the information. New Transportation Department data shows U.S. airlines are performing poorly. More than 31% of commercial flights in the U.S. arrived late, were canceled or diverted in February. Lawmakers like Republican Senator Richard Shelby questioned the Fed's rescue of investment firm Bear Stearns for a cool $30 billion. It may be that the Fed's actions were warranted by the unique financial conditions prevailing in our markets. However, such policy decisions must be fully considered by this committee. After all, the ultimate responsibility for financial regulations rests with this committee and the Congress. Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke defended the bailout, saying a Bear Stearns failure could have dealt serious consequences to the U.S. economy. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Listen to me, Marie Manucherry, on the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I've been blessed to work with many clients nationwide, helping them to heal, healing from disease, either emotional, mental, physical, or spiritual. With the knowledge and the skills that I've learned over the years, I'm able to help people easily find root cause to their situation. The Marie Manucherry Show will stream live over the internet, so if you have a friend or family member living outside of the Seattle area experiencing difficulty with their life, encourage them to listen to the show, or better yet, call in for advice. You can listen to the show on 1158. KKNW every Thursday night at 7 p.m. See you then. Marie will invite guests to join her each month who are also dedicated to healing and the expansion of consciousness. On April 3rd, Marie's guest will be John Holland. John Holland is one of the top psychic mediums and spiritual teachers in the USA. He's been lecturing, demonstrating, and giving psychic readings for private clients for over 16 years. Born knowing, as a natural gifted intuitive, he studied metaphysics all his life spending over two intensive years in England, training and working with some of the top psychic mediums. And on April 24th, Marie's guest will be Astrid Pujari, MD. Dr. Pujari has pursued the integration of Western and holistic medicine for the past 15 years. Her passion for integrative medicine arose from the belief that no single healing method can meet the health needs of all patients. Instead, each patient must be considered in their entirety and offer the healing options that are most appropriate for their personal, physical, and spiritual circumstances. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. 
I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I am so excited tonight because we have John Holland on the line. Um, so he is on the phone. Um, we'll be talking about his book and the event that he will be presenting here in the Seattle area on April 9th at the Benaria Hall. Um, and there's still tickets. I talked to Dr. Pat today because she's going to be emceeing the event, and there are tickets available. So if you want to see John Holland in person, so good evening, John. Good evening, Marie. How are you this evening? I am just great and thrilled again that you're on the air with us and get to learn more about you and talk about your book and the wonderful event that you'll be doing here in Seattle. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And so you're calling from New Hampshire. That's wonderful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're far far away from Seattle. (laughs) I used to to live on the West Coast. Oh, really? um, Conditions brought me back home. I think we always go back home sometimes. Yeah. uh, it, It is beautiful here. Oh, good. And you were, you know, we were talking a little bit before we went live. Um, you said the spring is beginning to sneak through. And yeah, finally. Five, five, five months of winter. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. That's, that's enough. That's enough. And um, I know that you're writing um, a new book. You know, we spoke briefly about it. Um, I, think, I think you call it The Spirit Whisperer. Is that yes. correct? Oh, it yes. sounds it, lovely. It, kind of take, it, it takes off, really, where my first book left off, Born oh. Knowing, which was a big seller for Hay House. And it, and it was my first. So the others were instructional. This is more, this one's more personal. So it's a takeoff from my first book, which I can't believe is almost, uh, came out almost six years ago. That's amazing. And congratulations. I've, I've read um, Power of the Soul, Inside Wisdom for an Outside World. Thank you. Love the book. Um, I, I really love it. And you were candid about a few things as well. In fact, um, as I was looking over it again t- this afternoon, just to take a few notes, um, you talked about how spirit kind of put some, maybe some interesting obstacles in your way when you were writing the book or in preparation for writing the book so that you could take the knowledge that you learned from it and, and give information to the readers. Yeah. Well, I can chart out a book. Um, like the first book was all charted out and mind mapped where I was going to go. Power of the Soul was different. Different situations in my life presented themselves. I said, mm, there's a chapter. There's another chapter. There's a section on loneliness. Wow. I had an assistant. I mean, she was an accountant, a bookkeeper, and she and she was telling me how lonely she is since she's divorced with one son who's older now. And I said, there's a chapter. Right. And, and I think that's really important because, um, you know, loneliness is a big part for a lot of people. You know, they sure feel is. very lonely. And the truth is, of course, we're not ever alone, um, although it may feel that way and look that way from a physical perspective. And you know what, too, Marie, a friend yeah. of mine used to say to me um, when I was in a relationship and she was by herself, this is somebody else, and she said to me, you know, John, at least you're in a relationship. Didn't she realize that don't a lot of people realize you can also be very alone very, in a relationship? Absolutely, yeah. Yes. And, and, and if you can learn to be happy single, it's so much fun. Absolutely. It's been one of absolutely. my greatest I'm, joys. I'm quite happy now. Yeah, isn't it fun? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. I, and I, it, because mm-hmm. it's a chance for you. It's a chance for you. And when love wants to present itself, it will when I'm ready. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we all wish that for you. Thank you. I, you're welcome. I was looking in the book as well. Um, you had your first psychic reading when you were 17. Is that yes. right? And the psychic told you that you were very gifted and you were going to live in California sometime in the future. And I, so I'm assuming at that time you didn't recognize that you were intuitive. Is that true? Well, I was always drawn to metaphysics as a child, and I was always the different one out of the five kids, and my father made sure I felt different. Um, but my, my dad and I are friends now, but he used to say to my mother, something's wrong with your son. <laughs> you know, I was extra sensitive, and that's a new section in my book about sensitive psychic children, that we're, we're different. You know, we feel isolated or ostracized. Right. And so I, there was an ability there. There was an attraction to metaphysics, even as a young boy, but I pushed it away. And, the seven, and when I was 17, I went to a woman who was quite well-known in New England, named Laurie Bruno, Hmm. And she's a, an Italian woman and throws the cards out and, you know, her family's eating pizza in the other room and, and she just started coming out with all these things. But, you know, think about it. I'm 17 years old. Right. And I, she said, California, plane trip. And sure enough, 
I didn't doubt her. I just, I was fascinated. And sure enough, it all came to pass. Isn't that wonderful? And also in the book, you describe, you know, you were working, you were office um, manager for someone who wasn't very kind to you. And it helped you to do some work regarding your relationship with your dad. Absolutely. You're talking about my boss. I yes. am. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, 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 and when I started there, just really quickly, when I started there, he was a great, great guy. But, you know, for like three, four, five, six months, it was fine. And then, then towards the uh, last six months, he, he, this is a guy now who already had a bypass surgery, um, and he had a temper unbelievably, and it started coming out after months of working for him, and he started barking at me, like, a, <laughs> you know, like barking orders, and here I am, a grown man, and walking into his office with a tail between my legs. Wow. But then after six months of that, I realized, I realized, this is my father all over again. Wow. So then I said, okay, apparently I didn't, I haven't dealt, I needed to have that experience because I didn't finish what I had to do with my dad. Right. So we do learn even from the worst relationships and the, and the people that are listening. If you had a bad relationship, you're saying right now, well, what did I possibly learn? You learned a lot. Maybe you learned what you didn't want in your first relationship and it will move you. They, these people can be spiritual change agents for you. So I thank that boss. Right. in the way he was. And he also helped you to move into the profession that you have now. Absolutely. You know? That like, was my last full-time mm-hmm. job. That was, was my catalyst. last full-time job. Yeah. And, and that, that was wonderful when I read that in the book, because I think a lot of people are afraid to walk their path or their destin- destiny, regardless of whatever it is. And, you know, you pointed out how, of course, maybe that was something that was uncomfortable for you. But if you get in enough of a difficult situation, you're willing to tread those waters and take some risks and be a little vulnerable. It is scary. It is scary to take a leap of faith. And luckily, I have a good support system. And when I had enough clients to support myself, because, Marie, you know how it is. People said, why don't you just trust spirit to bring you the clients? Right. Well, that's, you know, apparently I had a trust issue, you know. <laughs> but uh, once the, the, I had a backlog of six months of people, I said, okay, I'm going to do this, just hoping that it would be enough to pay the rent. And sure, and it, it was. And obviously, you made an excellent choice. We're so glad that you did. Because one of your favorite things to do is to teach. Yes, I love teaching. Right. I love teaching um, to, to students mm-hmm. who have no clue about intu- in, intuition or psychic ability or mediumship, and they come in not expecting anything, and they think they're going to be the worst at it. They're usually the best because they have right. no expectations. Right. But to watch uh, somebody bloom, and when they can get a hit on someone or something that's so specific, you can you see their soul light up from the inside. It's amazing. It is a beautiful thing to witness. And, you know, because everyone truly has intuitive abilities, whether they sure. realize it or not. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's wonderful. I'm so glad you're out there teaching. That's fantastic. And so, Tom, we're going to go ahead and open our phone lines if people want to call in and ask John a question. Um, he would be happy to answer a few of those tonight, and then we'll continue to talk about the event. So what is the number we're using tonight? Well, if you have a question for John and Marie, give us a call at 425-373-5527. One more time, that number, 425-373-5527. Great. Thank you. And so, John, you're going to be in Seattle on April 9th, which is next Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, and you're going to be doing a live event in yes. Seattle. And so what can we expect during your event? I, I haven't seen you in person. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be waving to you from the audience. Okay, thank you. Yeah. It's, um, I, it's, it's funny. I never really chose. I've gone to Seattle because my publisher put me there. I never chose Seattle, but you know what? Out of all the cities that I've done over the years, it, I keep going back to Seattle. It's a great place here. It, I just keep being led back there, and right. it's not my choice. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, it's events that seem to go there, and they ask me. Right. And, and of course, now it'll be my choice in the future. But right. um, what people can expect, there's going to be two of us. Uh, 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 Deborah Becker is going to open, and then uh-huh. I'm going to come on. And, and I love people who, to come who have never seen a medium or mediums live before, because what you see on TV, uh, in the movies, it, that's not really what it is. People will come. They'll hear stories, and then I go into the audience and start delivering messages. And it's, it's also, um, there's a bonding experience that happens with the audience, too. And if you don't get a message, you still feel for the person that gets one. And if they're getting one, no, and you know, okay, if their people are okay on the other side, so are mine. So oh, that's it's wonderful. educational, it's fun, it's touching, it's moving. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so looking forward to it. I really am. And, you know, Seattle's kind of a, an interesting place. We, I think we're progressive, but I'm born and raised here, so, you know, I'm a little biased. Yes. You know, we have one of the most... Um, we have one of the most holistic universities in the world right here, Bastyr University. And, and so we have people who I think are kind of on the cutting edge of, um, you know, intuition and holistic medicine and, and yep. those things. So, um, it's about time. 
And we're very happy to have you whenever you wish to come to Seattle. We're thrilled to host you. Sure. So we're going to go straight to the phone lines. And who do we've got on the phone, Tom? We've got uh, Melissa on the line from Graham. Hi, Melissa. Hi. How are you? All right. How about you? I am great. So what can John do for you tonight, or what question do you have? Um, I just have a um, quick question. My husband was killed in a uh, car accident a year ago in February. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just wondering if there was if there's anything he would like to tell me. And it was just, and he just passed last month. No, last February, a year ago, February. Last February. Am I right in saying what is your first name? What is my first name? Yes, Melissa. Melissa, would you have a son, please? I have two. There's, there's, I don't know. One of the boys um, are having a heart. Of course, it's such a tragic way, you know, losing their dad for you and for the children. Is there one who's suffering more, Melissa? Um. I'd say, yeah. There's concern for his boy or for his boys, okay? Because, you know, um, and remember, it is late here, too, Melissa, okay? So I'll try to do what I can for you. But he mm-hmm. is making me aware. There's two things. One is concern for the boys, okay? And I'm sure you're a good mom and you're there for them and you're talking to them about it. Are they talking to you about the loss of their dad? Um, the, well, the, the youngest is too little, really, to understand, but the older one is. Okay. Because as, as, I, as I'm with you, Melissa, I keep hearing... Talk about my son. Talk mm-hmm. about my son. So I don't know if he's talking about the baby or the older, probably the older one. There, Just as long as you know, you can, the kid can talk to you about it, too. And we're in the month of April. Did I just miss one of their birthdays? Uh, yeah, both of them, actually. Okay, because there's a happy birthday. And if you said, uh, when was it, please? Um, February 10th and okay. then December 27th. Is there one now also coming up in April, please, for someone in this family? I don't think so. That's okay, Melissa. I'm here and happy birthday, okay? And if it's February, that's fine, but I feel like there's one specifically coming up. And, and how did you say he passed in an accident? Yeah, car accident. Yeah. And from what I'm getting to, Melissa, um, the, the accident took him right away, please? Okay. I'm asking you. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I'm not getting um, like him going into a coma or for weeks or then goes here. Did he pass instantly, please? Yes. Yeah, absolutely, because when I hear no pain, that always means to me that he's going. His mom is also passed, please? Yes. Yeah. I'm, will you please? He's making me aware. He's saying, please tell her I met up with my mother. I met up with my mother, which usually means to me the mother had to have passed before him if he's meeting up with her. Do you understand this? Yes. Okay, absolutely. And he's also talking about here, too, though, Melissa, I don't know if your anniversary is coming up in May or June, but there's something about, you know, I'm with you in May. I'm with you. Why May? Yeah, May was our anniversary. Mm. Happy anniversary, darling. He, he oh. will be there, okay? Those are and beautiful more, messages. Still celebrate him, Melissa. Promise me you will toast him. You'll bring out the happiest picture of him because that's how he is, not how he is when he passed. But just toast him, light a candle for him because he's going to be with you on your anniversary, darling, okay? Okay. All right, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. What a great message, you know, to let her know that he's there celebrating. I think what's hard, I think, for some people is, you know, that when people do go, and, and obviously this was a young man and, you know, a young family, sure. um, is, is it really is their time, you know, regardless of the circumstances, you know, there's something within their being that is ready to cross over, most likely on a subconscious level. And although these are tragic and, and very sad and hard things to deal with, you know, that our soul continues to evolve no matter where we are. Yes, and, and it's just the, the, the body that we're in. It's just the jacket that holds the soul. So he's free. Right. And you know, too, Maria, every, that, that saying that people always say, that say, everything happens for a reason. I love that saying. I hate that saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Right. And how do you explain to a mother what my, my husband passes? Many right. times, many times when someone has lost someone, they have gone on to help other people also. I had a woman uh, in my book, Born Knowing, who lost her daughter in an amusement park ride. She ended up being an advocate um, in Congress for safety law. Wow, nice. Yes, and a doctor who lost a kid goes on to perfect, you know, the, the Ill, uh, illness. I mean, it goes on to perfect the instruments in the disease to help that disease, you know, because how they lost their child. That's amazing. That's when I say some things happen for a reason. But it's always hard when you lose your husband so young. With, it is hard. With the kids. But the, uh, Melissa needs to know if she's still listening, which I hope she is, right. many times. Many times, um, I, I don't want her to say, my husband will never be part of my kid's life. Yes, he will. Every birthday. Birth- yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Graduation, everything. And you know, as a medium, they come in and say that. 
I was yeah. there at the wedding, and yeah. then they prove it, too, by what they give us. Yeah, it's really true. You know, one of the things I find fascinating, and when I've worked with clients who've lost um, family members as well, is that the, a lot of people who pass over are also doing things to help the human race. Sure. And I've it, had many children, teenagers, who yes. say, tell my mother I'm working with the kids. It's when, a, in fact, when he was here, he was, a, he was like a camp counselor. So they do say to me, John, what do they do on the other side? I think they can do whatever they want, but many of them, I hear them say, I'm back at school, or I'm helping a writer here, or I'm working with children. So I know that they're they're not just uh, floating around in some, uh, you know, uh, starry-eyed cloud. There is a purpose over there also. Right. They're busy, doing very busy things. And I think sometimes when we're young and we leave our bodies, um, I think that that helps us to understand kind of the popular thought of what's going on in the human race and take that information back to the other side as beings help um, human beings um, evolve. Yes, I, I and I also, too, Marie, I'm mm-hmm. also a big, big, big advocate for bereavement counseling. Mm-hmm. And I don't recommend people run to a medium as soon as they lost someone. They need right. to go through the bereavement process. And bereavement is something um, you, you, should go, you should go through, not, not hold on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, grief is very subjective. You know, it yeah. could, could take someone years um, yeah. before they're really able to let go of. Yep. Great. So um, we're going to take another phone call, and then we're going to head out to a break. Sure. So who do we got on the line, Tom? Oh, we've got Julie on the line from Seattle. Great. Hi, Julie. Hi. Hi, Marie. Hi, John. Hey, Julie. Hi. My question is, um, both my parents are alive, and yes. my dad has been having the sense of smell of the cologne or perfume that my grandmother wore. Yes. And I'm wondering if there's some way we can connect, you know, plan now to try and connect after they pass, my parents pass. What a great question. Yeah. What a great question. Because if you, and what is your first name again? Um, Julie. Julie, yes. And of course, um, smells are a big way for, the, for people on the other side to come through because they, it's subtle, it's easy, and they don't want to scare you by showing up in front of you. So it's very easy. But a lot of people now um, are saying, Give me a code word, okay? My mom, and I've had many conversations with her about her leaving, and I have no regrets because I, I spend a lot of time with her, and that's a lot of people, Maria, as you know, they wait too long to say I love you. Well, I know. I've got the I love you down for my mom, okay? <laughs> when she passes, we made an agreement. Now, she's an Italian woman, but yet she looks like an Asian. She's small, the whitest Italian I've ever seen. All <laughs> over her house are fans, uh, the Chinese statues, Japanese statues, so all she has to do is show me a Chinese fan to a medium, and I'll know it's her. Oh. So what I would do my, um, for the caller is okay. you ask your parents, what, and I always say this to my people in the audience, what would, if, what would you show your loved ones here to make sure it was you? Because it's hard for us to get names unless it's easy to show an Eiffel Tower for Paris than it is to show the name uh, Joseph right. or something here. Yeah. So what I would say to the caller is, tell your parents now, whatever they love, if your dad plays guitar, dad, just bring me the guitar. That's what you do. Get the signs down now. Okay. Excellent. So, and remember, it doesn't have to come through a medium. It could come through, it could come through nature. It could come through, you know, that guitar will manifest itself constantly to show right. the caller that her dad is still with her. Right. It can come from a TV commercial, a, um, a billboard, you know, messages can come through so many different ways. Yeah, license plates. I yeah, mean, license it's, it's, plates. Yeah, they're constantly trying to get our attention. Yeah. Oh, great. Wonderful. Great question. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye-bye now. Um, in, in one of the, my father passed away about, mm, I think it's a couple years, and of course I visit with him often, and he visits me, and many times I'm telling him, go back, Dad, go back to take your classes, go enjoy yourself, because sometimes I feel like he just wants to hang out with me and, and not go do his inner work, so I tease him a lot about. That's you know. what I say, too. You know, <laughs> I don't believe they wait you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and, and when somebody goes on a long vacation, I, you, you, most likely you say, send me a postcard. That's all I ask for, for those right. on the other side, is send me a postcard. Right. Well, wonderful. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll be right back with John Holland on the Marie Manucherry Show. It's here, an evening with Marie Manucherry and friends. Every month on the third Wednesday... This two-hour class promises to inspire you and surround you with like-minded people. Come explore topics like 
manifest your goals and desires, meet your spirit guides, embrace your intuition, bridging worlds, and balance your human energy system. This Wednesday evening class is held in Seattle from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the third Wednesday of every month, January through October. Classes will be held at the Residence in Marriott, Lake Union, 800 Fairview Avenue North in Seattle. Parking is free on the street, near the hotel, or in the garage. Just pull up to the hotel and ask the front desk for a parking key. For more information, visit my website at www.energyintuitive.com or call the office at 425-825-5671. See you there. The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Listen to me, Marie Manucherry, on the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I've been blessed to work with many clients nationwide, helping them to heal, healing from disease, either emotional, mental, physical, or spiritual. With the knowledge and the skills that I've learned over the years, I'm able to help people easily find root cause to their situation. The Marie Manucherry Show will stream live over the internet, so if you have a friend or family member living outside of the Seattle area experiencing difficulty with their life, encourage them to listen to the show, or better yet, call in for advice. You can listen to the show on 1158. KKNW every Thursday night at 7 p.m. See you then. Click the show's page on 1150kknw.com for the scoop on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're lucky and fortunate to have John Holland on the line with us from New Hampshire. Hello, John. You still there with us, John? Yes, absolutely. There we go. Great. It's wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you. you. Yes, of course. And you're going to be in Seattle April 9th on Wednesday for a live show in the Benarana, Benaroya Hall. I have a hard time saying that word. Which I heard is a gorgeous hall, apparently. It is. It's it's rather new, you know, so it's it's probably only a few years. How old is that, Tom, that building? Um, I'm not sure how old it is, but it is a very nice building. Yeah. I've been in there a couple times before, and it is a very nice building. And great acoustics. We have lots of musicians that play in that building. So, yeah, it's beautiful. I'm looking forward to it, the people who are going to be in the audience. Yes, and there's still some tickets available. I talked to Dr. Pat today before I did a live show this afternoon, and and so if you haven't signed up for the show, please do. I know that you won't want to miss this. Um, and, you know, I was uh, back to your book again, Power of the Soul, your most newest book. You know, one of my favorite tools in your book is under the clear audience section chapter, yeah. clear hearing. And I just loved that exercise where you learn to listen to two different sounds basically at the same time. You know, oh, when, yeah, by listening, yeah, because clear audience, the people who are listening, it's clear audience because you read these books and you say, and you, in, the, in the office will say, when I was reading books like this, it said, the, my guides talk to me. And I'm expecting this. Hello, John. This is Abdul. You know, and it, and it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. I was doesn't. expecting this huge booming voice when, in fact, it's just a thought that it can be a thought in words in your own voice. So, clear audience is, is the hardest to discern because you're thinking, "Is this my thoughts? Is am I making this up?" But usually, when I hear clear audiently, it's in my words or my voice. But I know it's not my words because it, a thought will come in that has nothing to do with my life and. I tell people go to a, a park, go to go down on the waterfront in Seattle, down near the the, uh, the Fisherman's Harbor down there, which is beautiful. Listen to the waves, listen to the fish market, listen to the traffic. There's a difference between hearing and listening. So when you listen to all the sounds all at once, I, I, it's like an undercurrent where something else happens. So it's great, great practice. It's fabulous. I, I tried that one Saturday. I spent the whole day hearing things that I hadn't heard before. Um, sure. And I've used a lot of techniques, so this is a fabulous technique. Thank you for writing it in your That's book. okay. And people who are clairaudient, they, they should know that they're clairaudient because we all have a, an individual psychic strength. Right. Clairaudient people, they usually know um, they can hear songs um, start playing in their head. They have a ringing in their ears. Or they know when somebody is lying. They, someone will be saying something wow. and they appear normal. But yet they're hearing another whole, another conversation in their head. That's oh, all wow. clear audience. That's lovely. That's lovely. So we're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. We who do we have on the phone, Tom? Oh, we've got Galadriel on the line from Anna Cortez. Hello, how are you, Galadriel? I'm fine. Hello, Marie and John. 
Hello. That's a beautiful name. <laughs> Why, thank you. My guide told me that was my name, so I okay. changed it in 1991. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, my question is, I keep getting, I have a windfall or some money coming, and I want to know when. Maria, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's quite interesting. I do see a lot of energy coming to you, but it, what I keep getting is that you're just waiting for things to happen before you actually take action. Uh-huh. And, and, and one of the things I've learned in manifesting what I want in my life is that you can't wait. You know, you, you can wait all you want, but that's what you're going to end up doing is just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I think you can create your windfall for yourself. And so I th- you're probably getting accurate information, but it's not about waiting. It's about okay. actually taking action. What, what are you getting, John? It doesn't have to be money. Right, exactly. It's not about buying the right scratch-off. No. The, ah, see? Yeah, no, I'm not getting that. <laughs> I, I definitely am not getting that. <laughs> but okay. I mean, you can do that for fun. You can, you yeah. know, if, if you enjoy it and you let go and you're not putting a lot of money into lottery tickets, but just having some fun, then yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're going to get a lot of windfall, a fall, which would be life. And you know what, too? My mom constantly, even though she's intuitive, doesn't she, she won't practice it, but she will um, play the same number in the uh. lottery over and over and over and over. And I said, Ma. Use your gut. When you feel a certain number, when you see the same number a few times a day, that's when to play it. And that's when, you know, she usually does well. Or uh, one time, um, she was playing the lottery. I stuck my head in the door and I said, my 149. It came out that night. I don't play the lottery, even though I'm, uh, I'm very intuitive, very psychic. You think I win? Not. Right. Yes, but right. it's when you trust your gut, like instead of her playing, constantly buying the scratch tickets, and I say, Ma, please. Play it when you feel it, and but she waits till I give her the number. <laughs> uh, now, now, if if movement is required on my part, right? What are you suggesting? Well, I think you need to start having fun. You know, you, I just see you waiting. You're just waiting for life to happen. And you know, what I know is that life is always around you all the time. And if right. you can start to participate in it instead of waiting for everything to be perfect, waiting for the scratch-off ticket or all the things that you're waiting for. I mean, that's what I hear your guides saying to you in spades. And you can hear them really well. And they say that you're not actually following through with some of their suggestions, which, of course, you don't have to. You you have free will. You can do whatever you want. Um, But I think you'll be a whole lot happier if you're actually participating more in your life. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And we're going to go ahead. Thank you. We're going to go ahead and go on to our next caller. So who do we have, Tom? We've got uh, Lori on the line from Redmond. Hello, Lori. Hi. Hi, Lori. Hi. Hi, John. Hi, Marie. What can we do for you, darling? Well, I was wondering if you had... I've been actually practicing as a medium, um, developing my abilities really for the past year, and I was wondering if you might have any insight on my career as a medium. Hmm. Now, doesn't... It's Laurie? Uh Uh-huh. Laurie. Now, now, did it seek you, or did you seek it, the ability? Um, Both. Well, I started seeing things. I started seeing people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think spirit chose you, and a lot of people, too, Marie, a lot of people want to be mediums, a lot of work, okay? And, Laurie, are you ready to live a life of service? Yes. Okay, good, because a lot of people, they want to be mediums or psychics. They think it's entertaining. They think it's cool. Wrong answer. If you're ready to help people, then yes, all right? But you know what, too, Laurie? Not a lot of great advice except trust it. Get out of your own way. And mm-hmm. one thing that helped me, um, are you coming to the event? Yes. Okay, good. Watch me on stage, okay? Um, and I'm not saying I'm the best, but I just learned to get out of my way. And one thing that I really, that really, really, really helped me, I let go of judgment, Laurie. Mm-hmm. I let go of, I have to be good as, you got to be good, though, okay? So you're accurate. There's a difference, okay? But I let go of, what are people going to say? I have to be good as so-and-so. Um, what if they laugh? Let go of the judgment. Once I let, in the reason why that happened, I was on stage in England. And a medium said to me, you're not, you're not up there, John, to be judged. You're up there to work, okay? Right. And if you're focusing more on the, uh, the client, uh, then, you're, then that's, you should be focusing more on the people on the other side. That's why mm-hmm. you will hear me say someone in the audience, what is your name? What is your name? What is your name? And I, and I kept thinking, why do I keep doing that? Because I'm more with the person on the other side. Laurie, best advice, let go of the judgment, okay? Right. But be, okay. But, but be responsible, okay? And another thing that helped me, Laurie, 
is I read the classic books, okay? Not just the new ones. I read books on Arthur Ford, Eileen Garrett, uh, D.J. Holmes. A lot of the spiritualist books helped me. I like reading the classic. That's pure mediumship. Pure right. mediumship. So read the classics about Arthur Ford and Eileen Garrett and some of the classic mediums, and, and that'll right. help you. But really, let go of the judgment and just say, okay, spirit, you want me to do this work? Then you point me in where I'm supposed to go. And, and please, don't go from classroom to classroom to classroom to classroom. <laughs> just okay? get to work. Yes. <laughs> I've heard that before, haven't I? Yeah, already? because, well, you know what? You're in, I think this is natural for you. Some people have to strive and work really, really hard and sit for years. Are you in a development circle? Um, I was recently, and we um, just recently sort of ended it, and now I'm kind of working on my own. Okay. It's good to sit in any type of psychic development, even though you are developed, or find mm-hmm. a spiritualist church, and there's no need to be nervous of spiritualists. They don't try to convert you. It's just sitting with other mediums, because you, it, it, it's good to do it on your own, Laurie, but you have to work off somebody. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. to have a, uh, I was lucky. I, I lived in England for two years. And there was a medium in the room. Every Tuesday I was there at 6 o'clock, and if I wasn't there, they'd lock the door. And she, <laughs> the medium would, she would not go into meditation. She would watch what happens to us, and she'd say, John, someone's stepping close. And I'd be like, yes, I feel. And they're like, all right, John, who is it? And they taught me how to uh, identify and feel. Feel. Don't be any, like anybody else, Laurie. Follow your own path with your own mediumship. But really, try to get in some type of circle or something, because okay. it's hard to do it. Because you said it's only been a year. Some mediums sit for seven years. Imagine right. sitting for seven. I don't think so. Me, I sat for over two and did it. So, but take the advice that I gave you, and, you know, and you're going to be fine. Great advice. Thank you so much. Yeah, great advice. Thank you, John. It's great yes. advice. Thank, thank, thank you, you very much. You know, okay. Marie, if someone can learn from me through my, what I went through or my development, I make it a little easier fine because I did have help over in England, but lots of times when I was, before I went over there, I didn't have anybody. Right. And it, it is hard because it's, it, I've been reading spiritual books or books on spirituality since I was a child. And so when I began to have multisensory experiences, I wasn't frightened. I, I really didn't know what was going on. I thought it was kind of fun and interesting. But at least I had already read numerous books that yes, kind me of... Too. Good. Yay. See? Yep. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, uh, you've got a big library like me. Uh, you, you probably have just as big as a library as I do. Of psychic information, you mean? Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what I call it, the library. <laughs> and you know what, too, Marie? Someone gave me some great advice. Will, will, will you promise me sometime you'll just read a mystery novel instead? Yeah, I think that is good advice, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I always um, talk to clients about, I think I've read every self-help book on the planet. And, uh, and, and my children, when we go into Barnes & Nobles or whatnot, they're trying to get me to go down different aisles. Okay, Mom, you've already read all those books. Try something for fun. And I right. think you, you may, you know what, too? You may come up with your own. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, and it may not just be on mediumship or healing work. It's something else. And from what I'm picking up here, um, yes, it is hard. It not. I got signed with an agent, and, and uh, I was signed with my publisher in a month. Wow. People hate that story. There was no rejection letter. Wow. I found the agent through another person who had him, turned me over to Hay House, and, they, and it's, been, it's been a family ever since for me with them. But I feel like you're going to have that same kind of luck. Wow. Okay? Not luck what you attract. Wow. You know, you are very psychic, John, because I have been working on a book for a couple of years, and I feel like I'm getting close now where I can start to show it to people and and hopefully have it published maybe in the next year, year and a half, something Good like you, that. Girl. So thank you. you. Thank you so much. So we're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines because we have a few more callers on the line. Who do we have, Tom? We've got Darlene on the line from Seattle. Hi, Darlene. Hi. Hello. Hi, Darlene. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, I've got some concerns that I would like to bring up. I am uh, 52 years old, and I came down with rheumatoid arthritis when I was 36, and I've been in and out of remission. Right now I appear to be out of remission. I'm on uh, chloroquine. But and I've been on it for about eight months, but I'm having breakthrough inflammation in some joints and now I'm having some other disturbing signs like swollen lymph nodes and um I'm trying to do things that are going to make me healthy again and I'm not sure if I'm feeling terrible because of all the medication they've got me on yeah. or if 
there's something else I can do. I don't know if you have any feeling on this. No, you see, uh, Marie, I don't know how you work. You're, 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 you work a lot with energy. Right. Um, I'm not really a medical intuitive, per se, or, or, or a medical person, but um, what is your first name again, please? Darlene. Darlene. Darlene, yeah. a great thing to do. Marie may add to this here, too, though. I have my own uh, radio show, too. It's on the Internet, HayHouseRadio.com. You just go to HayHouseRadio.com. Okay, you got a computer in your house, Darlene? Yes. Yes. You go there, and you look up one of the hosts named Carol Rittberger. She's a medical intuitive that works also with doctors. She is absolutely brilliant. You call into her on her radio show. Let her diagnose you for free. Carol, what was her last name? Carol Rittberger, R-I-T. B-E-R-G-R, Carol Rittberger. Tell her, and when you call, here's a little clue. Say, John Holland sent you. There you go. Okay. <laughs> and she, yeah, and you know what, darling? She's a medical intuitive, and she can go into your body, into your system, and see things that I never awesome. could possibly... Uh, because some psychics, they're psychic detectives, there's mediums, there's medical intuitives, just like different doctors. Um, we're right. different. But, yeah, so maybe I don't know if you want to add to that. Yeah. Right. I've had a few experiences myself involving other family members, but for some reason I just can't get a feeling for myself right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, and actually I was actually, um, all, all of a sudden I was transported back to when I was a nurse in the hospital with a young patient who was a young mother of small children who had a severe case of rheumatoid arthritis. So I know how severe yours is. Yeah, it's just, been severe on and off. Right. I've been very lucky that I've had long periods of time where right. I've had remission, but... Right. I'm not in remission. I've had to have bones removed and I know. replaced. It's hard. It's it, nasty. When I look at arthritis overall, it's a disease about not letting go of the past. I know. That's mm-hmm. what my doctor told me. Oh, it was, uh, smart I've doctor. I've been healthier, I think, because I was diagnosed at an early age. I've been healthier mentally. I have sure. to keep myself in a positive place. Right. And I know that's challenging for you. You also are, from what I can see, very intuitive when I look at, you know, the second, third, and sixth layer of your energy fields. And, and this is kind of frustrating for you because then your intuition is bogged down with the low frequency vibration that you carry because of the frustration of not being able to um, let go of the past. So I'll actually give you an exercise that I think works really well. And when people hold on to the past, what they're doing is rewounding themselves with what conscious or subconscious thoughts about these things that, you know, we wish had turned out differently. Mm-hmm. And, and, and of course, people who have great memories also have challenges right. with this. And so what I would love for you to do is, is you need to feel self-empowered. And so you need to think great things about yourself. Sit down, elicit a friend, because I don't think this will be easy for you to do on your own. Okay. And think about all the great things about you. So if you make the best spaghetti sauce in your block, that's one of them. <laughs> Any educational accomplishments, family accomplishments, whatever they may be. When I water my plants on my front porch, I give myself a high five and do a little jig. Um, uh-huh. Just to appreciate myself, because I think that's very important that people do that. And and then what I would love for you to do, once you feel good about you, is recall a situation you have not been able to let go of. And in this empowered state, um, ask yourself, how did this situation help me to grow? And in okay. a, when you ask that question, when you feel empowered, then you'll get a brand new perception. And I think that will help you to let go of the stagnant energy that's in your joints and allow more synovial, um, beautiful fluid to fill those joints and, and, and allow yourself to get well. I think you're definitely on the path of getting better because you've had enough remission experiences mm-hmm. and, and you really, really want this and, and you're Ew. learning to be more positive. So try okay. this exercise like once a week because I want you to enjoy the results that you get before you go on to the next one. I will. Thank you so much. You're so Thank you, welcome. darling. <clears throat> Good luck. Bye. Great. You, you know, um, what I find so interesting is that um, so many people are struggling with illnesses, and, and yet at the same time, the solar plexus or the third chakra is really about the human race learning to love themselves, which governs sure. our, our immune system, right? And, yes. and we now know that all diseases are traced back to the immune system. So at the same time that it's challenging, it's also this... I, I think, and not everyone feels this way, but, you know, a, a gift to be able to figure out how can we love and nurture and appreciate who we are. Absolutely. And with your work, you must know my, the, the, one, the woman who runs, uh, who owns the publishing company, Louise Hay, you can hear her book, Heal Your Life. I love that book. In fact, I just watched um, her new DVD. Oh, my gosh. She's an amazing woman. She's and amazing. What you, and what you see on the DVD, she is the most loved. And you know what I love, Marie? She actually walks her talk. This is a woman that cured herself of cancer. Amazing. Yep. She is, she, is a, she is an amazing woman, and she didn't start her career until her 40s. 
Isn't that amazing? That's wonderful. Yep. That's wonderful. Yep. And now look, back on the New York Times bestseller list on Amazing. Oprah just keeps going, and God bless her. Yeah, she's just amazing. I was also, when I was um, reading your book, talking about you know rest and vacation, how you really emphasize that people have downtime. Yes. Yeah, and, and so could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. When I say, you know, go away for a personal retreat, I'm not talking to Cancun and partying up at the bar. <laughs> Sometimes you need a vacation from a vacation. I'm talking about, like, a friend of mine, Keith, when he wants to get away, he goes to a monastery with a monk to <laughs> quiet. I mean, okay, maybe a lot of people won't choose that, but it's, it's his time to reflect. It's his time to meditate. It's his time to pray. That is so for him. Wow. That is so for him. And um, every once in a while... I have to do this, okay? And trust me, I constantly have to say, John, what about you? Because because my life is uh, writing, traveling, and working. And and I have to say, even though I do this work and I preach it, sometimes I forget to take time with me. Thank God I have a puppy now, a dog that needs to be walked and who loves the beat. So he's actually getting me out. And I believe he was put in my life for me to, to, to have fun and to be in the now, because you have to be in the present when you have a dog. Right, and that's Coda, correct? That's his that's name? That's Coda, Yeah, yes. cute. That's my little guy, yes. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's your kid, actually. You, you know, he you, is my kid. You are in love with him. <laughs> yes, I am. That yes, is I so... fell in love with him the first day I met him. <laughs> that is so exciting. Yeah, I, I think this whole timeout thing is so important because we get so busy, so distracted with our daily life, and yet we are truly spiritual beings, beings of light. You know, and, and so I really enjoyed reading that in the book about taking some vacation. And you like to go to a, a Buddhist temple. Isn't that what you wrote Absolutely. In the book? Right yeah. in my town, there's a, a Buddhist temple. And luckily, it is in my town. So every once in a while, Tuesday night, they have group meditation. It's very powerful sitting in a group. You've got Buddha there. You've got the uh, people teaching you, you know, mindfulness of breathing. It's just breathing in and out and following your breath. But it's, there's power in numbers. And when you're meditating, there's a feeling in the room. I don't go as much as, as I should, but I try to go when I can. Wonderful. And that's just great advice for everyone to know that it's important to take care of yourself and nurture you and, and take time out. Yes, and you don't have to go to some, um, some exotic place for a retreat, too. It, it, could be, it could be anywhere, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it really could. Once, when I was writing Power of the Soul, I booked myself in a, uh, I didn't know it was going to be a uh, a winter storm while I was there. I, I booked myself <laughs> at the beach, and I said, okay, while I'm looking at the waves, I can be writing and to reflect. And it, and it ended up being a storm, so I really couldn't go to the beach right in front of me, but it was still very healing for me. It was just beautiful to be with me and my words and my thoughts. Wonderful. Excellent advice. So we're going to go ahead and take another break, and then we will come right back with John Holland on the Marie Manucherry Show. Listen to me, Marie Manucherry, on the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I've been blessed to work with many clients nationwide, helping them to heal, healing from disease, either emotional, mental, physical, or spiritual. With the knowledge and the skills that I've learned over the years, I'm able to help people easily find root cause to their situation. The Marie Manucherry Show will stream live over the internet, so if you have a friend or family member living outside of the Seattle area experiencing difficulty with their life, encourage them to listen to the show, or better yet, call in for advice. You can listen to the show on 1158. KKNW every Thursday night at 7 p.m. See you then. Marie will invite guests to join her each month. We're also dedicated to healing and the expansion of consciousness. On April 3rd, Marie's guest will be John Holland. John Holland is one of the top psychic mediums and spiritual teachers in the USA. He's been lecturing, demonstrating, and giving psychic readings for private clients for over 16 years. Born knowing, as a natural gifted intuitive, he studied metaphysics all his life spending over two intensive years in England, training and working with some of the top psychic mediums. And on April 24th, Marie's guest will be Astrid Pujari, MD. Dr. Pujari has pursued the integration of Western and holistic medicine for the past 15 years. Her passion for integrative medicine arose from the belief that no single healing method can meet the health needs of all patients. Instead, each patient must be considered in their entirety and offer the healing options that are most appropriate for their personal, physical, and spiritual circumstances. The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet, so if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, 
wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. This station is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We are live with John Holland. He will be in Seattle next week on Wednesday. That will be April 9th at the Benaroya. How do you say that? I can't say that word. Benaroya. Benaroya Hall, yeah. a beautiful building in downtown Seattle. I, I'm sure uh, you know Seattleites are very familiar with this absolutely gorgeous building right on beautiful road in downtown Seattle. So John will be here doing live readings, and we get to see him on stage live. I'm really excited, John, to see you live. Thank you. Uh, and I'm, like I said, I, I, I keep being drawn back to Seattle. I don't have to choose Seattle. It chooses me. Yeah. And if people want to know where to get tickets, how to get tickets, where it is, just go to johnholland.com. And it's just like the country, johnholland.com. Look under Seattle, um, April 9th. And also, um, or they can go to Bella, the word beautiful in Italian, bellasspark.com. Um, Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I know we talked briefly, um, uh, you know, before you went live or, you know, before you came on the show today. And I know you do personal readings, but right now you're not actually taking clients for personal readings. You're catching up with your back, your backlog. I'm catching up with my backlog, and, and I will get through that list. But that's why I do the touring. That's why I do group readings also, where I will have um, a group of people in a room. Not a lot. I only limit it to eight and not 20, wow. not 50. Wow. Um, it, it, it's, uh, it's quite an experience in my groups. And that list opens faster because I can do eight people at a time wow. uh, as opposed to the one. And if they're interested, the, list will, the, the group list will open again, too. They should get on my email newsletter um, when, when, it, when I announce it. And I also do giveaways, and I start a new email newsletter May 1st. Wow. And then you also have your own radio show. My own radio show, thank you, um, on HayHouseRadio.com. Wonderful. Uh, I'm one of like 28 speakers, and they're all Hay House authors, from Wayne Dyer, Marion Williamson, to Cheryl Richardson, to uh, Doreen Virtue, Sylvia Brown is on there, I'm on there. It, it, it's an amazing... Uh, I, when I first was offered that show, when they just started, and I said, oh my God, how am I going to commit <laughs> once a week? Well, three years later, I'm wow. still doing it, and I love it. Wonder- and they get readings, too. People can call in. It's wonderful. Thank you so much for all that you do. We are just grateful for all your traveling and your touring and your radio show and your books. And thank you so much for everything that you do. It's wonderful. Thank you, too, for yours. Thank you. And we're going to go ahead and answer another caller. We have Virginia from Seattle on the line. Hi, Virginia. Hello. Hi. Hey, Virginia. Hi. Good evening. Good evening, darling. Welcome to Seattle. Thank you. Well, I uh, was driving home from my church tonight, and I just happened to turn on the radio, and I was so delighted. Uh, Usually, Alternative Talk is not on in the evening, every evening, so when I heard that you were on, um, the first first person that came to my mind was my friend Sharon, and she lost her son uh, a little over four years ago, and... She has just really wanted to be in touch with her son, and she hasn't been able to. And I see the pain. I see the loss. I see the struggle. Um, and I see hope, too. Right. And I thought, well, you know, maybe maybe Andy can tell me what he would like his mom to know. And maybe I can ask for Andy to talk to me through you. And you know what? You know what to, and what is your first name, Vivian? Virginia. 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 Are you? Um, has this woman ever been to a medium? Has she ever? Uh, yes, yeah, she she has, and I think what it is, uh, I think that it's her religion that's kind of stopping her from really uh, following her intuition. But right. I think when I talked to her about this, she was very open to it, and I told her that there's different opportunities. I'll, I'll keep you in touch. In fact, I tried calling her tonight to have her call. 
And where is she? And she lives in Seattle? She's in Seattle, and she used to be my neighbor, and so we raised our kids together. Right. And um, so I got to know him when he was, you know, a little boy. And um, well, why, I don't don't you let, why don't you let me give you two free tickets and take her to the event? Wow. <laughs> well, I think um, that's a great idea. Boy, that's a real, I'll tell you honestly, that's a real toss-up because I'm not really sure that she would get the, would be able to um, have a conversation with Andy at the show, whereas, um, you know, well, I don't... You know what, too, you know what, too, though, darling? She, 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 besides whether she gets a message or doesn't get a message, she, hopefully she'll walk out of there, whether for me or Deborah. Whatever we say, if she sees someone else be in touch, maybe she'll walk out of there feeling a little better that her boy really is okay. That's why she should go. And, okay. And I can't guarantee she's going to get a message, but she will so learn from this, and Spirit will touch everybody in that audience. So let me give you two tickets and call her and say, John invited us to go. And she'll say, is he going to give me a reading? I don't know what's going to happen, but maybe she will get something else. And it's, it's better for her to go that way. Uh-huh. Um, than to try to get a minute out of me or Marie on the radio. Okay. okay. I think I that's said, a great idea. I, Thank you, John. How generous. It's I know what I do, too. You need to write this down. Do you, are you at home? You have a pen? Um, let me... I have it's a, easy. You can remember this. Radio at johnholland.com. I'll have Marilee write it down, too, so that... Um, and you Virginia. send me your details, and I'll get a hold of Donna, who, okay. uh, who so owns... So it's radio at johnholland.com. And just tell me your name and say, hi, John, you talked to me, you said I could have two tickets. And they'll be waiting for you and your, and your friend. Oh, that okay. is so sweet. That is so sweet. Yeah. And you, I, I just really enjoyed being on hold, actually, <laughs> and listening to you uh, explain to the gal about how you decided to do what you do and how service is where you are with what some people would look at as a business. And yet, um, to be able to have a life of service. You know what, too? When, when my business started take, when, when and I have to say business, when my work started going into a business, when you had to get an accountant and uh-huh. then contract, I was not ready for this. I was not ready for business. And I know people say he's so commercial. It's the way it happened. As long as I stay true, I know who I am. I know what I give away, and I have respect for myself. I used to be so concerned about what will people think. It, and it, if, it's gonna, if, if going business or commercial helps me reach more people, then more power to it. Absolutely. That's what I say. But mm-hmm. And I was, to get, I, get to know more about yourself, too. I mean, it's exactly, you work both ways. Yeah, and it took me many years to finally say, you know, because I fought this when, it, when you had to get an accountant in an office and an assistant and book an appointment. I just wanted to have people, you know, I, before I started, I had people's names on napkins. <laughs> you know, so now, there's, now there's a whole database and an email system. And so, yeah, it had to, it had to go for the way my career was going. But, uh, you know, you please. And um, hopefully she will come. And if she doesn't come, darling, then get someone else who really could use the ticket. Oh, I, well, I have another gal, too, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that have, has lost her mom. So either one, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure Sharon would, is going to be so touched and so exciting, excited, and I just want to thank you for touching so many That's people's okay, lives. Don't you think that maybe you were supposed to get through tonight and maybe you were supposed to talk to me to give you the tickets? See, I don't, I don't think anything is a coincidence. I don't either. In fact, I lost you because my phone died on the way home. Right. from church, and I plugged the phone into the charger in the car and called back, and I thought, what are the chances of me, and I stopped right there, and I just said, I'm getting through, exactly. and, and so, no, I don't think it's a coincidence, and um, uh, I just, I, I'm, a, I'm so excited for her, and I also am excited for myself, too, because um, who knows what's there for me? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, please yeah. come and um, yeah. you know. And if you get a chance to um, come up to me and say hello, please tell me tell me about tonight. And uh, and and I hope you enjoy yourself and that your friend gets something out of it. Oh, we totally will. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and, darling. And I just wanted to tell you that um, you mentioned to the other gal about connecting with the spiritual church, not necessarily for the spirituality, but connecting with other mediums. 
the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle on Sandpoint Way is a wonderful place to start. Excellent. Thank, Thank you, you so much, that. Virginia, and we look forward to seeing you on you, April Marie. 9th with John Holland. Oh, yeah, oh, exciting. So Thank you. Don't forget to email me. Oh, I won't. I wrote it right on the paper. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Good night. And, and John, thank you so much for coming, you know, coming on to the show and talking to our callers. And thank you so much for these wonderful tickets for Virginia. I'm sure she and her friend, whoever she brings, will be thrilled and appreciative to, to be there on Excellent. Wednesday. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, thank you much. for having me on. You're welcome. And I hope that you'll come back again. Anytime. Oh, wonderful. You're a love. Thank you. That oh, would thank be my you. pleasure. Wonderful. And safe travels. All right, darling. And I'll meet you uh, next week. Okay, I'll see you next week. Thank All you, right. John, so much. Good night. Good night. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Um, again, I will be watching John Holland with whoever attends at the Benaroya Hall. I said it right this time. Yay. Um, and then just so you know, we have a Wednesday class coming up on April 16th. It's called Bridging World. So it'll be all about being a medium and talking to people who have passed over and are, and are also on the other side. And if you want more information about classes, you just go to www.energyintuitive.com. Joyful blessings. Views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.